For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. To Ladies Talking Leafs. I'm Chris. And I'm Syl. And it's Monday, and we're going to start off with the positive Monday um, and give our best wishes to all the moms out there and hope you had a wonderful, happy Mother's Day. Sorry, we totally forgot about this last week and mentioning it on the show. Um, we got caught up with all the excitement of the playoffs, but happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Yes, uh, happy belated Mother's Day to all those moms uh, out there. Um, so as we are recording this on uh, Monday, May 9th, uh, the day after Mother's Day, we are going to do our very best to uh, try not to be too negative after last night's embarrassing 7-3 loss. I mean, you know, if we were trying to be positive, we could say really it was more like 5-3 because there were two empty net goals. Um but did we really think the Leafs would make things easier for themselves? Probably not. No, no. So um, this team has never made things easy, whether it be uh, in this Matthews era or at any other time since since I've been since we've been Leaf fans, basically, which has been a very long time. So, anyways, we're headed into Game Five, and the series is tied to two, and it's now best of three, and the Leafs have home ice. So we'll see what this team's got th- in them. And um, yeah, uh, we just want to go back to our final episode of the season, uh, episode 15, and give our thoughts on what the Leafs could use as a motivational tool for these playoffs. Uh, Not that they should need any motivation, but hey, um, I guess in that episode, uh, we mentioned how last season the Leafs came up with this Stanley Cup plaque idea where there were some empty puck slots and for each series as the series went along they would fill the empty puck slots with a puck for each game that was won and we all know how that went last season not so great (laughs) so we came up with our own ideas as to what uh what the Leafs could use as a team motivational tool my idea if they actually I guess wanted to do something would be to bring in the start of each series to bring in a former player, an alumni member like uh, Wendell Clark, Darcy Tucker, uh, Daryl Sittler, Doug Gilmore, those kinds of guys. And then maybe for like the Stanley Cup final, should we make it there? Bring in Dave Keon. You know, he's he's won, he's won the cup So um, with the Leafs. So something like that to, to I don't know, just to, to get the guys having a feeling of the franchise history me and Syl I'm sure if you've listened to our show for a while you know that we're we're all about the history of the franchise and um I guess 
having that attachment with the current team is, is important for, we think so anyways, but yeah, what, what do you think? I, I, you know, for- I don't know as much as I, I love that idea. And I like to think that it would inspire them in some way. I, I, I just don't know if this generation really, um, gives a crap wants to hear <laughs> from from those guys uh, I I kind of think that you know if they're gonna listen to somebody um I mean I think that it, it would be better if it was more one-on-one you know as opposed to them coming in to address the whole team um you know something like that or you know I think that they maybe need to hear from Brandon Shanahan because he's kind of the leader at the top and he's one and he he knows you know what it takes so and he's their boss technically so i kind of think that maybe that might be something um but beyond that the only other thing i you know we were just talking about mother's day maybe they need to have a nice heart to heart with their moms because you know their moms will tell them what's what their moms have taken them through, you know, from peewee to now. And, um, and their moms will also make them feel better if they're feeling a little down and pump them up when they, we need to. So moms really, I think they have the pulse on their, on their boys and maybe they're the ones that can give them a little bit of a pep talk, you know, to get them going. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but hopefully, like like I said before, they really, and I, we said this before the show too, before we got on, uh, they really shouldn't need any no, <laughs> motivation really. Um, yeah. after five seasons now of this particular core group going through mm-hmm. what they've gone through, they should, uh, they should be more than motivated themselves. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so one thing that, yeah, that, you know, struck me, you know, when I was watching the um, pressers for, um, Tampa after game three is um, the the demeanor, you know, of, of, of them, you know, they've won the cup already twice and to a man, they were all pissed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. And they came out in game four playing like that. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I've, I've kind of yet to see from our team is, is, you know, they are very even keel, which in some ways that's good, but I I kind of feel like I I'd like to see them get a little bit little bit pissed, you know, and and show that on the ice that they they want it. Well, you know? The only th- person that I find that in when he speaks that he looks a little bit annoyed annoyed is uh Jake Muzzin in his pressers. Mm-hmm. He I mean, he's won a cup before and I mean, even in previous seasons because he's been here a little bit now, he's gone through it. And um, previous seasons, like, like he's come right out and, and said some things that are, <laughs> you would think that the group would have, uh, I guess, taken to it by now, but he, but mm-hmm. they haven't. And um, yeah, but anyhow, we'll get into it a little bit more in our, in, in the main part of the show, but we just want to, just a reminder to our listeners, um, after listening to our show, we would appreciate it if you could leave us a review. Uh, both Apple and Spotify have a listener option to leave a rating or a review. And last week we told you about how to do it on Apple. So today we're going to, for our Spotify listeners, it we're going to let you know it's easy to do this. I mean, if I can figure it out, you can figure it out. <laughs> um, 
All you have to do for Spotify is go to your library and at the top, you'll see three little dots. You click on those three little dots and you'll see the option to rate our show. And of course, we hope you'll give us five stars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, And it's important because we want to hear your thoughts on the show and it will give us a much needed exposure as a source for Leaf content. Mm-hmm. So last week we mentioned that uh, we gave the instructions for Apple and one of our lovely listeners gave us a wonderful review, uh, Wooty. W-O-U-D-T-Y, uh, left us a very nice review and um, and we thank them very much. And of course, like we said, we want to hear more from our listeners. So uh, definitely Apple or Spotify, uh, give us a review there. So we also want to let you know again that we launched our website this year, ladiestalkandleafs.com. So you can check that out also. Uh, we have videos when we are guests of Hockey Time Machine and you can find more about us and our show. And we'll be updating that website with more content uh, as we go along as well. So now it's time to get into the show proper. And we, we are going to be starting with a new segment for the playoffs where we revisit our keys to the series and we're calling it Thumbs Up, Thumbs Down. Uh, Then we're going to run our LTL playoff highlight reel. And in our third period segment, we're going to get into a couple of the other playoff series that have caught our attention. So without any further ado, let's talk Leafs. Oh, thumbs up, thumbs down. This is going to be a fun little segment. (laughs) (laughs) Um, all right. So starting off with what I had, my first item was special teams. And boy, I really didn't expect that we would be having eight penalties, the most penalties ever in one game uh, yesterday in game number four. Um, but yeah, that the refereeing has been quite interesting this playoffs, um, basically calling everything, even some phantom calls. But um Anyhow, the special teams, I gave it a thumbs down. Um, I, because you have to be thumbs up or thumbs down. There can't be anything in between, even though the PK hasn't been that bad. It's uh, 78%. Right now, it's eighth of the in the playoffs. But the power play, I'm sorry, it's 10th right now. It's 16.7% in the four games. And that's just not good enough. I mean, we're always, even during the regular season, at least I know I am, um, like I'm willing to give them one power play to start, like to get warmed up. <laughs> sort of thing where technically if you're a really good team, you shouldn't need that warm up. It should, you should be able to get it in the back of the net that, that first chance. Um, but uh, I'm always willing to give them one, but they just, I don't know, they just don't, they just can't get it going. They sometimes... They're pass overpassing still, I find. And um yeah. Yeah, I, they're definitely not shooting enough. Yeah. They're like, not, for sure. Yeah, they're not shooting and that enough. You can all you need to do is look at Matthew's stats yeah. and the amount of shots he's taken. Yeah. Which are just like so like he's usually the guy who has like, you know, you know, more than seven shots per game and he's just hardly shot anything <laughs> this yeah. this round so yeah, far. With the, with the so, exception of game number one. I mean, game number yeah, one, we exactly. were definitely the best best team there. Um, but yeah, every- and actually, you know, it's interesting because special teams were incredible in that game, yes. like yeah. perfectly executed on both sides. So. 
Um, yeah, but I, yeah, it's kind of been downhill a little bit from there. So yeah, what do you like? You told me. Are you giving? You it told up? me I could only be up or down. So <laughs> no in between. I, I actually <laughs> would be more neutral on this one, just because I, I, you know, it just feels like that that game a week ago, that game one, which was just so incredible. Um, it feels like it was a lifetime ago. But, I know, yeah. You know, it's obvious to me that they have it in them. So, um, yeah, let's hope that they just find. I just find that they're they're kind of like you said, they're passing too much. Um, they're trying to. They're always trying to look for the perfect play. Yeah, and and I think that's what I noticed. The biggest difference with with Tampa's game is. They tried to do that in game one and it was a complete disaster um, because that it just didn't match up well with with our game. And mm -hmm. since then, they're not going for perfection. They're going for basically just pounding shots. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I can't believe like how many shots from outside. They're just like, you know, one timing it and slapping it in. Yeah. towards the goal to try to get some kind of garbage rebound in. And I'm not saying that we necessarily have to go to that extreme, but uh, we definitely need to be shooting more and trying to get some kind of yeah. garbage in. And obviously they have Victor Hedman and even Sergachev is pretty good from the point to but get I've those shots. But I've noticed that through, everybody, as they come into the zone, they're, they're just, just shooting. pounding the puck. Yeah, yeah. The other thing too is I think, which I got frustrated a couple of times with John Tavares, is that... Like he's providing, he's the net front presence. So he's providing the screen, but he's, and in some cases he's been getting out of the way of Vasilevsky and out Like that's not the idea. The idea is to obviously for him not to see the puck, not to move out of the way so that, mm -hmm. um, like I know he doesn't want to obviously block the shot that's coming through, but he has to do a better job that way too. I think of being that net front presence and, um, and, you know, and I find, too like the bounces just in some ways aren't going for him too like you see him he works so hard to try and like whether it be a tip or just trying to get that bouncing puck and it's just not there he's like reaching for it and it just doesn't get on his stick so I don't know something has to be something has to work better though on the power play the PK I'm not worried about at all Mitch is doing fantastic on that and and David Kampf and Mikheyev and Engvall um, Kerfoot sometimes too, like they're all doing, they, they really have stepped up on the PK and, uh, but when you take eight penalties in one game, I mean, that's not good either, right? There's no flow to the yeah. game. And I mean, mm -hmm. um, no, and it's been a problem on, on both sides. Been so like both problem. teams have had this, this issue. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Okay. So what's the next one we had for on your was, side was uh, fighting through adversity. And uh, I'm giving that a thumbs down already. Uh, because I think last night was, I think that even though they were up, I, mm -hmm. I think the adversity is the, the, the main theme of this whole round is, is getting that killer instinct and getting over that hump. And last night, would have been the night to show it and they came out completely flat and uninterested so now they've really got their themselves behind the eight ball so um there's only more adversity but i i think that uh yeah so far um 
because they haven't shown a consistent, uh, be able to consistently build from game to game when they've had a good showing, um, I'm giving them a, a thumbs down there. All right. Well, I mean, I was going to say I didn't have a, a, a vote here, but <laughs> but you said that's yet. not allowed. I know, you but I was, one way or I, was, I was thinking <laughs> that adversity that they haven't actually gone through adversity. But then the way you've explained it now, I I did write down like Elliot Friedman, I guess, last night was uh, describing when the Leafs basically go into a position in a series where they have control, I guess, of the series. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're in the lead in those games where they can actually take control of the series. They're one and eight. So they have one win and eight losses in a series that where they can actually take control of it. So everything and that, yeah. and then they're actually, when they're trailing the series, they're seven and three. Mm-hmm. And then if they're tied in the series, which is the way they are now, they're seven and 10 to take control mm. of the series, like for tomorrow night, let's just say for right. game five, they're pretty much even to say they can win. But that one and eight, and that's where the whole mental aspect, I think, comes into it. The uh, yeah. the idea, um, hopefully the players and everybody there, I mean, I, I don't know how much they'll be looking at uh, their phones or anything, but hopefully they're not looking at any or listening to any of the media with all these stats and everything. I mean, they know, mm-hmm. obviously, themselves, they should. It's yeah. the same core here, but um, but yeah, so I'll, I'd have to say it's a thumbs down as well for for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, considering that kind of stats when you, when you put it that way going into game four. Um, yeah. Whereas I thought, originally I was thinking, they really haven't had the adversity yet, and it's tomorrow night. Basically, to me, they have to win Game Five if they don't. Oh, without a doubt, like that's it, sort of thing, right? But, um, but yeah, no, they considering that they could have taken control. They had, I mean, these are the Stanley Cup champions, right? They, I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's not like they're some. I don't know, schmucks. <laughs> they're, or they're no slouch, yeah. right? <laughs> they're not sure. like it's not like you're playing. Uh, I don't know, New Jersey or something like that. I have no idea. Yeah, but the thing is, is it, it's they have demonstrated to that team that they can be had. Yeah, even Vasilevsky. You know, yeah. we can score on him. Yeah. So, um, and that's yeah, that's the scary thing with Vasilevsky is the fact that he hasn't played his best game, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So, why are you giving him so many chances? Exactly. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways. All right. All right. So let's Next. move on to our our fourth key. No, the third one. Oh, the third key. Sorry. Yes. Yes. So it's the best players have to be our best players, and the supporting cast will be there to help out. That's what I said, and I'm giving that a thumbs down. <laughs> This is not going too well right now, and we're tied in the series. Yeah. All right. Um, First of all, with the best players have to be the best players. We all know who they are, uh, starting with uh, Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner. I mean, at least they have showed up. They played uh, in game one. And Marner, I have no problem with Marner for the – because of the special teams, he's really – Yes. You really see him. He he gets that extra ice time. But I think that's – that's where Austin Matthews is kind of, I guess, left out a little bit. But um, and the fact that there has been so many penalties, but um, on us, but still in those times where 
we're on the power play, those are the times where we need him. We need him to look like the superstar he is. And he just mm-hmm. hasn't been that. <laughs> um, I guess, uh, I like I was saying to you the other day, it's almost like it's a repeat of the Deneau, Philip Deneau, um mm-hmm. performance from last year with the Habs with the but this time it's the line of Braden Point, uh, Alex Kalorn, and Anthony Sorelli that are basically yeah. they're doing it as a as a combo. It's not just one that are checking. But he, I don't know. Either Sheldon Keefe has to do a little bit of a better job getting him away, like when they're on the road, getting him away from that matchup, or Austin Matthews has to do a better job of fighting through that because he I is would a say it's it's. It's got to be both. It's like, yeah. you know, in that regard, Keith, Keith made some some blunders in in that game for sure, because, you know, on the road, you know, why are and actually in any game, you know, he is he's your superstar. Why are you waiting till the third shift to start him? Mm-hmm. You know, aren't you kind of overthinking things? When, when you're doing that, this guy is a horse. And like, I just watched the Kentucky Derby on the weekend and horses want to run, you know, star horses, they want to run. Yeah. Okay. So why are you holding him back? Number one, but number two, the, he, um, Austin Matthews himself, he's got to get over that personal hump. He's got to fight through that adversity. He's got to, got to, you know, raise his level and, you know, shoot more. And he's why is he not shooting? Yeah. And he says he's said those words all throughout the regular season, right? That the Mm -hmm. time is going to be in the playoffs like that. That's that's when things are going to like where he's he's going to have to basically be the dominant performer. And um, and he hasn't yet, let's just say, right? There's three yeah, so, games uh, exactly. left. So but, if you're Austin Matthews, be Austin Matthews. Yeah, but the other thing, I guess, when it comes to Sheldon Keefe and his, I guess, working out, managing of the lines, I mean, when David Camp, basically, as of after game three, David Camp has had the most ice time five on five. Mm-hmm. So when that's the case, you know that that's not good. I mean, David Camp is a like he's really an excellent defensive player, but we need our like if it's not Austin Matthews being the most ice time, it should be Mitch Marner, it should be William Nylander, not David Camp. No, hundred percent. Like I know part of that is because of all the specialty teams and all the penalty killing, but at the same time, though, this five you're not going to win. You're not going to win playing defense. No. No, like exactly. what do you just you you have to score. Yeah, and you can't, he... you can't make your game plan all about keeping the puck out of the net. And and we've seen that that doesn't work for our team anyways. Yeah. We our best defense is our offense yeah. because those guys carry the puck and they hold on to it, and that is the whole thing. Well, yeah, they and have you need to, to get, get the puck and keep the puck. Yeah, you need to get Matthews. Obviously, you, he needs to get touches of the puck too, right? To get a feel for yes. the game, right? He's not going to get sure. that feel by having reduced ice time five on five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he needs no, to be and on in there. that regard, like like I said, why are you waiting so long to get him in the game then? Because yeah. you're just giving you know extra time for them to call stuff, and then he's not going to get on for God knows how yeah. long. Yeah, and then the so, other the other players um, mentioned a little bit John Tavares. I mean, he needs to be better. Uh, yesterday, after the game four, he said that 
like, um, like he knows that he needs to be better offensively and contribute. And I, and basically I tweeted like, great, then be better. (laughs) It's it's easy for us to say, but he's the captain of the Toronto Maple Leafs. So, I mean, that's it sort of thing. I'm not going to get into this $11 million contract crap or whatever. He's the Mm -hmm. captain. That's it. But it's not about the money. No. It's not about what he makes. It's about the fact that are you going to be a leader? Like if you're not going to be the vocal leader, which I don't think he is in the room, Mm. then you better be the leader out on the ice. Yeah. And like, it's not like he's, it's not like he's not trying, but he, he has to be a difference maker in other ways. Yes. He's not the most fleet of foot, let's just say, but I mean, he can, Obviously, he's he's done well on the draws. That's about it. On the face-offs, he's yeah. done well. Um, but he can draw penalties. Like yesterday, I mean, he took a... It was so dumb, actually, that Ser- Sergachev, this was towards the end of the game, too, or in the third period, where he basically gave him a shot in the face. It's like, but he didn't do anything back, like Tavares. Like, do something. I know that's not our... <laughs> in our DNA, let's just say, as a team. But still, like, the game is over fight back, show some emotion that way. Um, and just be harder in front of the net then like try, like, I don't know. I, I, I'm very, I actually said in that last, our final episode of the regular season. Also, I thought he'd have a fantastic, maybe I shouldn't have said that, but I thought that he was going to be like all over this series and he just hasn't been. And his partner Nylander is Basically, it's he's even back to uh, it's back, he's to, back to free Willie, the enigma <laughs> of William Nylander, free Willie. Yeah, yeah like it's 100%. just percent um, with him. It's worse, though, because he has such like the, he has everything, all the tools. And yeah. I don't know. It's like the sushi is still bad and it's come for lasted the whole week so far. I don't know. Maybe hopefully he scored the two goals in game four towards the end. And hopefully mm. that changes things before him and and going to game five but um yeah we'll see yeah he's he is the most frustrating player because like he showed up that like that last game and he he basically has to expend you know 50 percent of the effort that other people have to mm-hmm. to produce yeah so he doesn't even have to work as hard as as everyone he doesn't have to go 100 percent to yeah. produce but he just doesn't seem to want to put put it together and he doesn't seem to you know he's definitely that one of those guys that doesn't seem to want to fight the adversity and in this case the the increased physicality in the game yeah. he just doesn't want to engage that way somehow yeah my you know? my nephew seems to think it's the goatee thing he says it, he said to me that it looks weird and he should either take it off or just leave it to grow however grows naturally out sort of thing. He thinks he's manicuring it in a weird kind of way. And I'm like, okay, well, well I, don't I don't know, know what know. facial hair really has to do with things at this point <laughs> of the season. We're pulling but, at straws uh, here trying to make it. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. what's the last one? Number four for our. Well, uh, the last one the is series. taking their game to the next level. And unfortunately, I think I'm going to have to give this a thumbs down. Because again, they are they they just are not. You know, you're seeing Tampa, for example, they are raising their game. They they played like crap in game one, and 
man, did they come out like a different team in game two. And, uh, and I, we're just not seeing that same kind of elevation um, in the game of, you know, it's just it's the consistency. Some, I mean, both. Yes, that's what it is. It's, it's the consistency. Yeah, it's the consistency. And, and the worrisome thing is, I mean, like Tampa can play along like this going back and forth like a teeter totter in the way that because they haven't played well either, let's just say, right? No. In, in the games that they've lost. But I mean, we know that they can basically put two or three games together to the next level and more. Um, and that's why not taking advantage of that on our side is, um, is, is worrisome because they're the cup champions and they could just, but I just, I gave it a thumbs down as well. Um, I just think there's, I, I started thinking to myself, maybe there's just too much thought in these, like in the coaching decisions. I mean, we have this, I was just going to say that we have too many cooks in the kitchen, as they say, right? Yeah. There's like, I do. I, I yeah. think that this, I think that they're doing it again. They're overthinking things. Yeah. Like even, you know, the way they, like at some point, I think you just got to throw everybody out there and just go, you know what? Just go and do it. Like forget all of this, you know, matchup business and all of that. Put your best guys together, move them around move Marner with uh with with JT yeah. for a little while yeah. if you have to put Willie up there with with, with Matthews with yeah. Matthews yeah. you know like focus on those guys instead of getting your third pair out to third pair of D out to start the game yeah. you know what i mean like why are you doing that like you're totally overthinking things if you're if you're going to do that kind yeah. of stuff yeah no totally so just get your horses out there and let them run Yep. So, all right. So that wasn't wasn't too. We thought we'd be a little bit more positive. I mean, on the positive, they are tied. Yes, it's a series yes. tie. It's a best two out of three. We have home ice, so let's see what mm-hmm. they can do. But and um, I mean, it's not like we haven't lived through these kinds of things before. Because I remember in the ninety two ninety three, you know, that first round we it was oh, yeah. it went to a game That's seven, true. and we lost some games like six nothing in that series. Um, we had a young, unproven goaltender. Yeah, uh, that was you know very much a roller coaster, and and Detroit at that time was a juggernaut in our division. So yeah. it's it's very similar. But we did have people on that team that did raise their game. So we need to see that and from that from these guys too, and had that killer instinct, right? That's right. <laughs> yes, but um, anyhow, our Leafs have given us some next level highlight reel moments, so that's a positive. And for the most part, mind you, it's been the supporting cast that's got the job done. So let's roll the ladies talking Leafs playoff highlight reel. All right, so in the third spot, we've mentioned him already. We have David Camp. Very, very deserving. He has two goals through the first four games, a shorty in the first game and in the game, in the game winner in game three, where he intercepted a pass at center and then wired a shot past Vasilevsky through a screen. Um, yeah, he has played amazing. But as we said, you know, we don't want to, um, you know, rely on his offensive touch because <laughs> no. that's not really what he's there for. Uh, but he has been uh, a juggernaut on defense for us, especially with all of the penalty kills that we've had to do. Um, he's just so, so great in um, the defensive zone with the faceoffs and, and getting the puck to go down the other yeah. side. So, yeah, 
Yeah, no, exactly. And um, I mean, there's not much more I can say, but he's he's just proven this season, the whole regular season. He's been great. He's a team guy, uh, definitely. And um, I mean, they did their job in that game three by mm -hmm. those the bottom six forwards like they they got us that victory that and Jack Campbell um but at some point you need the actual guys that are supposed to win you the games to to come up uh as like winning the game for you so hopefully that we still have that have to see that basically except for game one right but um but yeah no David Camp definitely is worthy of our number three now, moving mm -hmm. to number two, we're going to go to a defenseman, Ilya Lubushkin. So on his play, he had a highlight reel pass in game three coming out of the penalty box, going in on a three-on-one, and he waited. I couldn't believe how long. It felt like forever he was waiting to send the pass over to Colin Blackwell. And then he Blackwell pretty much had a, an open net for his first NHL playoff goal. And Labushkin, he's played really well alongside Morgan Riley. He's basically, most of the time, he's only playing, I think, the five-on-five -five time with Riley because he doesn't, um, like, his minutes aren't huge in comparison to what Morgan Riley plays. But um, he's steady back there. I mean, yes, he's he's made a couple of mistakes, but I'd rather have him in the lineup. And at least he takes the body and he clears the front of the net and... and He's a guy, he's, he's, he's kind of like Roman Polak, like we've mentioned in previous mm -hmm. shows, but he's a team guy and, um, yeah, he's not flashy or anything, but he just gets the job done. Yeah, I have to agree with you. And, um, uh, that was actually a beautiful play. Uh, that was like a playmaker's play. Yeah. So yeah, Don't definitely from him. <laughs> That's yeah, <for> no. sure. <laughs> but, uh, but that maybe night... one once in a lifetime thing, but, uh, yeah. but you know what? You know, the, he listened to his, his friend, the other Ilya, who just told him to, you know, just, just give it a try. Yeah. Close you your know, eyes. Shoot and <laughs> close your close eyes. Close your eyes and st good stuff will happen. Yeah. So, so definitely. So, uh, in our number one spot, uh, we have Jack Campbell. So for the second time in as many weeks, that soup makes our highlight real. So once again, uh, the moment came with a spectacular save on Steven Stamkos that basically got us the win. Uh, that was like an incredible, like the whole, um, arena thought that was in. Yeah. yeah. So, Including um, Steven Stamkos, he just yeah. like was standing there for a bit. He couldn't believe it either. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so definitely deserving. He had a tough night last night, but um, what did you I think of that conversation he was having with uh, with? Well, you know, some people, I guess, you know, there's some people who think that was a, a pretty bad look, but yeah. I, I kind of, I didn't mind it because you know, I think the coach knows his players best, and I think that it showed a lot of respect on both sides for each other. Um, yeah. and it's not like they were arguing or anything. It was a very level-headed discussion. So, I mean, yes, it obviously took time away from the game and these <laughs> decisions really should kind of be made beforehand. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I didn't have as much of a problem with it as, yeah. as some people, uh, yeah. did. I don't know. The, a lot of the, I guess it's the old school mentality too, right? So a lot yeah. of the players were just, or former players that are mm -hmm. anal analysts now on the TV yeah. or radio are saying like, you know, it's the coach's decision, you're out. 
you can talk about it later sort of thing, right? But, but you know, he but he knows that Campbell, you know, and Campbell is a little bit more of a sensitive guy. He is really hard on himself. Um, and I think you know, like basically they have to maintain his you know, yeah, which him physically and mentally, if we're going to have any shot at winning this. So how they handle that, I, I think it is important in this case. Yeah. So right now um, it is, but we'll talk more about this much later, I think in the, uh, in the off season a little bit, because I have some yeah. thoughts on that too. Um, but basically but right now, case, yes, it's, a, it's important. He's the only one we got. Yeah. You're yeah. not going to go with Shalgren for the rest of this. So you have to be able to maintain him. And and I think it probably paid dividends because listening to his presser after, that's probably the most confident I've heard Campbell sound after being completely shelled and taken out of a game. Yeah. You know, there was none of this. Um, my fault. I, or, I've got to be better. Yeah. It's all my fault. You know down on himself yeah that's, his he was he sounded very confident still and basically was ready to put it behind him so so maybe it was worth it doing yeah. that yeah and uh just you mentioned Shalgren. i thought he played really well coming in yeah he did like just to but he's really good actually he is really a good backup because when he comes in yeah he just really dials in yeah and can focus and he seems he's always better i think when he comes yeah. into a game than when he starts yeah, yeah, for sure. Anyways. All right, so noticeably absent from our playoff highlight reel segment, obviously, are the Leaf star players. And as we've mentioned, if we're going to go anywhere in these playoffs, next next week's show has to include at least two and maybe three of these guys. So Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, John Tavares, or William Nylander. So now we're going to go and move on to our third period segment, and we're going to talk about a couple of the other series uh, going on that um, in the – NHL uh, playoffs at the moment that we are kind of still interested in. So, so what do what are you kind of watching now? So Chris? now I've switched off from the Edmonton LA series. I think because the LA it's it's too late for me. I've been falling as, <laughs> I've been falling asleep. I'm picking an earlier series now, but I was watching this one last last week too. Was the Rangers in Pittsburgh? I don't know, Sid. I was going to say it earlier with not to say John Tavares is similar is like Sidney Crosby, but I mean, Sidney Crosby is a machine. He's like 34 years old. They're basically around, Sid is actually a little bit shorter than Tavares. And, so, and the weight is about the same. Uh, Tavares is about 10 pounds heavier than Sid. And I'm like, look at this guy. He's a machine. He wants, it's it's the whole mentality though. Like he wants to win so bad all the time. And like, he's just been, he's been playing great in, in the series and they're playing tonight actually right now. But the, the thing that caught my eye here too was Shesterkin. Um, personally, I think he's actually getting tired finally because he played in the regular season, 53 games. He's probably going to win the Vesna. Like he was the, I guess the best, goalie in in the NHL for this regular season but um but yeah I just he's I I guess they pulled him the last game uh because Pittsburgh's up on the series now two games to one the other guy I was impressed with was a nice pickup they got there from Winnipeg is Andrew Kopp um and he's basically scored in almost every game for them too uh for the Rangers actually and um yeah, I don't know. It's going to be, it could be the last time for Sid, Malkin, and Latang, right, to be together. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, it's going to be 
interesting how this series goes, but uh, right now Pitt is leading and I don't know how I feel about this. It's funny. <laughs> did you, did you hear about the, it's the only series two, which is crazy. And it's the playoffs. You always get overtime, like in the playoffs, mm-hmm. almost in every series. And this is the only series that has had the triple overtime. Right. I can't believe mm-hmm. that. <laughs> like every other series, they have four or more goals, basically. Like the, w- no, I know. the winning I, team, I've, which is... I've never seen like no. so many series with so many blowouts too, you know, like... Yeah. So ours isn't the only roller coaster series that's out there right now. No, it's kind of... It's crazy. It's just so bizarre. Yeah, no, it's crazy. But um, but yeah, so I, it's uh, pretty, whatever, intense. It's just like any of the other series, I guess. But the Rangers in Pittsburgh kind of have like a little little rivalry too, being in the metropolitan division both of them so um so yeah that one basically i i'm i'm watching that one mostly now with uh that one and a little bit of the i'm still watching the edmonton one because i i like watching zach hyman still have to say (laughs) (laughs) and i i'm not bothering with colorado so much with nas because they've just taken over everything there with with that series so i i pretty much i pretty much know nas is going on to the on to the next round yeah so their hump is the second round though yes for colorado yeah they need to get past the second so yeah Yeah. that's their nemesis and which which series are you looking at so i don't know i the minnesota uh st louis i i watched it i I don't know it's not really it's not really doing it for me. So I kind of have switched off. I actually have been watching the same series that you're watching, the Rangers in Pittsburgh. It's been really exciting hockey to watch. Uh, but I also kind of got a, my interest peaked a little bit for um, the Florida Panthers uh, Capitals uh, series. Like to me, it's it's a, it's a little bit like a bit of a mirror to ours, you know, because uh, Washington is is such a veteran team and, you know, former Stanley Cup winner, not too far removed. Mm-hmm. And the Panthers uh, are an unproven team who who won the President's Trophy and maybe think that they're, you know, better than they are, like it's going to that is going to be easier than it than it is turning out to be. So I'm kind of interested to see if um, Florida can, um, you know, basically get it together and yeah. well i heard that you know, the capitals actually during the regular season they probably would have done better let's just say rather because they're a wild card team but um they probably would have done better but they had quite a few injuries to the key players like yeah. oshi mm-hmm. and um one other guy I've, I've forgotten the name but uh but oshi was a big part of their team and um and i think carlson might have been injured i'm not sure but during the regular season but yeah so i mean the other series I was going to mention just quickly too, which is, it's really beyond bizarre, is that Carolina Hurricanes and and the Bruins. Yeah, like that one there. I mean, there's a star. Even much as I hate him, and we both hate him, I know. Brad Marchand. <laughs> I was just, I couldn't believe like yes. he is the guy that basically took the game on his back yesterday. So I mean, they can like. There's still that in the game, in my opinion, and he proved that like one player can just say like, screw this, I'm doing it. And he did it. So why can't Austin Matthews do it? Yeah, 100%. Or why can't William Nealander Or even Willie. One, one, just one game for Willie for asking for that, right? Like whether it be tomorrow night. or Yeah, and not in the 11th hour when it doesn't matter anymore. No, from the drop of the puck. 
basically yeah. start on time. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, and then the other thing, obviously, is with uh, with the goaltender situation on Carolina, and and Freddie apparently still hasn't even touched the ice yet. Mm. So that I, I was just like, I don't know, I don't know what's going on with little Freddie there, but um, mm-hmm. I still have hopes for Freddie. <laughs> Yep. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, right now, as we said earlier, or as I said earlier, Colorado is really the the avalanche are really the only team in cruise control. And they could be in, uh, they could be, might be a sweep tonight versus the National Predators. Nashville just doesn't, I mean, their goalie got injured, basically. Yeah, I was just going to say. Yeah. And that really put them behind the eight ball. Yeah, that basically did them in. But um, whether it be tonight or game five, I think that Predators are done. So, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So by this time next week, uh, we'll either be celebrating the Leafs moving on to the next round or talking about another disappointing end to the season. So yeah, let's hope it's the former. And uh, and we're talking about it on our next show next week. We're talking about celebrating, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And because it's this week is a huge, not just big, it's a huge week for Brandon Shanahan, Kyle Dubas and company. And mm-hmm. one final reminder to our listeners to be sure to leave us a rating or review and let us know what you think of this show. If you have any thoughts or ideas and what you want us to, to talk about, let us know. You can always DM us on social media, our handle on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. It's at LTL1917. Um, when it comes to leaving a rating review, it's easy on Apple and Spotify, and it's important for our show to get more exposure as a source for Leaf content. And we thank you for taking the time. And another way to help us out is by visiting our Ko-fi page at ko-fi.com. You can follow us there. And if you choose to, you can support us by buying us a coffee. Any donation goes towards helping us produce the show and making it even better for you. So you can find the link to our Ko-fi page on our show notes or in any of our social media profile pages. Yeah, And don't forget to check out our website, ladiestalkingleafs.com. As always, we want to thank our healthcare workers and first responders for everything that they do. So, Leafs Nation, let's do our best to be positive. Yes. Uh, the series isn't over yet. It's not over till it's over. And we're pretty sure this series is going seven. So, go Leafs, go. Go Leafs, go. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.